to Leader Fables, a podcast where two lifelong friends and totally obsessed business nerds discuss all things leadership. I'm your co-host, Casey Clark, and I'm joined by your other co-host, Jacob Evans, who is incredibly patient with rescheduling. Uh, thank you, Jacob, for being so patient. Absolutely. Well, first, just to be clear, the the first reschedule was Casey's fault and my fault. The second <laughs> reschedule was my fault. And the yes. third reschedule was Casey's fault. So I, I think I'm I, I think I'm one for two here. Yeah, but the third one had three different reschedules. It was like kept getting pushed back. Hey, like I'm a trying half to give hour. you a little bit of extra credit. <laughs> I'm trying to keep I'm, I'm trying to be positive, Casey. Yes. For context, it's July fourth weekend. I was out of town. We decided to record when I got back. Got stuck in some traffic, and uh, but here we are. We are here. It's good to we be are here. Excited to uh, continue season two of Leader Fables. And I think we're we're so jazzed about this season because it is something near and dear to both of our hearts. And I think something that has propelled both of our leaderships over time, and that is how we plan um, our weeks, how we execute. And I just want to give a quick recap, Jake. I'm going to see if I can do it in one minute from from last time. We talked about that there's uh, five altitudes of planning. Do you remember this? Oh, I do. You wrote it. So. I, I coined the phrase altitudes of planning. Yes. A trademark. Trademark pending. pending uh, yeah. Trademark. Do you know how to do trademark? I don't know how to do trademark. I'm going to figure it out. It's on my list. We'll hire now. some lawyers. I just something. added okay. it to my task list. It's going to happen. Okay. So five altitudes. We did an overview last time. So if you haven't listened to that, you can go get an overview from last time and even some tips on how to get started. We're going to dive in this week and... We're going to take these, and it, it feels a little out of order, but we'll we'll reiterate why we're doing it this way. We're going to talk about weekly planning today. We're going to talk about daily planning on the next episode, then quarterly planning. You're catching the theme. Then annual planning or yearly planning, and then life planning. Uh, that's a lot of planning, Jacob. So much planning. So why are we doing weekly first? It seems like we should start with daily. Can you remind us why? So in my uh, opinion, and I hope I said this last time, weekly planning is where we get kind of the most bang for our buck out of all these sort of altitudes of planning. We get a lot. There's a lot you can get out of just weekly planning. Not only that, I think it's the one that's a little easier to kind of get started because uh, you do it just in one session and uh, you refer to it throughout the week, which, again, is one of the reasons why I think you get a lot of value out of building a weekly plan. And yeah. it's hard to build daily plans, I think, without building a good weekly plan. So that's that's yeah. probably the reason. Makes no sense to start with a daily plan because what are you planning for that day? I, I imagine you're not going to be able to accomplish uh, anything huge in a day. So, okay. So let's, let's jump into weekly planning this time. And I'm going to start with my own fable here. I'm going to open up the annals of my uh, reflection over the years. And I was remembering a time we do these things where I work that we call summits and summits are basically an all hands event. We, we have a virtual team and I mean a big virtual team, like, like six, 700 people on this virtual team. We live all across the United States but every uh, twice a year or once a year, we've been doing them virtually for a while, we do what we call a summit and we bring everyone together. So imagine the logistics of bringing 700 people to one place. That's rough. That's a lot of it, people. 
It's so rough. And I, I want to make sure I don't take uh, credit for any of the logistics because I do none of the logistics. We have an amazing uh, uh, admin who keeps us all. We use some travel agency stuff. But then we have uh, these people together for three days and we have a whole plethora of stuff to do in those three days. We have keynotes, we have breakout sessions, we have uh, meetups, right? Which are some of the best uh, parts of doing this. It's going to coffee with someone in the morning before things beginning, having dinner with someone at night. I mean, it is like five in the morning until midnight uh, every day for like a week. And then it's months of planning before that. And I remember before our last in-person summit, I was so overwhelmed um, by just the amount of things that were going to happen, uh, people I wanted to connect with and wanting to make like the presentations I was leading and the breakout sessions I was a part of and different things my teams were doing. I just, we're spending a lot of money to bring all these people here. I wanted everyone to get the most out of it. And, but it got to the point where I was so stressed that I was going to drop one of the balls that were in the air that um, I was like losing the joy of actually getting to see my team in person and, and getting to have this, you know, amazing time. And this is where I started learning um, having a weekly plan, taking all that stuff that's out there, all the balls that are in the air that I'm trying to juggle, getting them down on paper, getting things mapped out getting things organized then allows me to relax and actually enjoy the job that I get to do and the team that I get to lead and just, you know, the people I get to hang out with. So that that's my fable, Jacob, is uh, weekly planning helps just with that feeling of overwhelm. So it gave you, just, just so I'm clear, it sounds like it gave you a sense of relief. Yeah. So instead of, because I think sometimes when we think about planning, we're like, oh man, if I plan, I'm going to have to think about all these things that I'm going to do, and it's going to give me more stress, and then my brain's going to explode, and I'm going to be, I'm not going to be able to do anything. It's, it's yeah. just kind of this. I think it's a little counterintuitive for some of us to think that, oh yeah, planning can actually alleviate or relieve that sense of overwhelm and, um, yeah, I got too much going on, I don't know what to do, kind of feeling. Yeah, and to stop freaking out about like, is there enough bacon? at breakfast, uh, that type of worry versus mm. did this session actually make the impact it was supposed to even helping to align like what was important and what was not important. We did run out of bacon one time and, oh. and I thought it was going to be anarchy. Like we could have that sons of anarchy show. We could have like filmed an episode. People were so <laughs> pissed that we were out of bacon again. That was, that's not my part of the conference, but it allowed me to know what was important that week versus stressing about the little details. It also in the moment allowed me to say my job now in the moment, in the day, in the breakout session is to execute. It's no longer to plan. The planning has been done for good, for bad, for ugly. <laughs> the planning section of this is over. Now I'm going to execute. Right. And so it helps me like be present as well to having that weekly plan. I get a time where I get to think about it. Now I got to go execute it. That's awesome. That makes sense. Cool. Okay. So we're going to talk about a weekly plan today. We're going to tease out some of our habits and routines uh, that we do. And Jacob, I just want to, we have five steps that we're going to go over. But before that, I have some 
like pre-work, which we, we talked about some pre-work we last did. week. I'm going to lay this pre-work on you. And then I want you to tell me if this matches any of your system here. Okay. I'm ready. Waiting okay. with bated breath, my friend. <laughs> pre-work number one, put it on your calendar. That has to happen. Like the weekly planning. If you get to Monday and you sit down and the day has started, you have lost your chance to do your weekly plan. At that point, you are running. Maybe, I guess you could take Monday morning and hide from people. The way my brain works, you got to get this done. Either I do it Sundays, and I think you do it Sundays as well. I do. But um, this has to, in my opinion, has to be done by Sunday before I go to bed. I would say it helps. It certainly helps to do it before the week starts. But I would argue if you didn't get it done, if I didn't get it done before the week starts, it's still better to do it, even if you get to Tuesday no. and don't have a plan. It's still better no. to have a plan without a plan. It's better to have a plan than no plan. That's what I'm Absolutely saying. Absolutely wrong. If you get to Monday <laughs> and you haven't done your weekly plan, you should call in sick on Monday. And just, just quit? And just, just, <laughs> just do I'm done? Okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I agree. It is better to do it. But to get the maximum impact, set some time on your calendar. I know a lot of people that do it on like Friday afternoons, yep. which I, I think is admirable. I've never been able to get to that. Uh, I used to you? do them on Friday mornings um, at a coffee shop and that, that worked out. Okay. Um, I've kind of, one of the things I liked about it is that I went into the weekend feeling like I'd kind of buttoned stuff up and closed loops on things I could. And I planned for the next week. I, I like to be a little bit closer to my plan, when it comes to executing it. So I like doing it on Sundays or first thing Monday morning so that I can kind of hit the ground running when I'm, when I'm ready to get to work. And I don't forget kind of what I planned, which sometimes would happen over the weekend. Or I'd come up with new ideas over the weekend that I wanted to incorporate in my plan. So it was, it was, it's Ooh, for me anyway, it's nice to do it before, before the week starts. But some people uh, kind of like going into the weekend, knowing that they've kind of already planned for the next week and they can kind of be totally present and not think about work or anything like that at all while they're enjoying their weekend. Yeah, that's good. And and I would say that next time you get to a Monday and you haven't done your plan, you're going to hear my voice in your head that says, call in sick. Well, full, full confession, sick. Casey, full confession. I was busy on Sunday. Monday was a holiday. I did my plan today, which happens to be a Tuesday. I have a plan. I have a plan. (laughs) I mean, you're on probation. Uh, You're not like fully skated through, but I'm not going to go officially to a write-up. We'll we'll let that one go. Okay. All right. I still Um, have a job, guys. I I still have a job. It's not over. I like what you said about getting close to the, the execution, right? Like things could come in during the weekend. The other part for me is I take Saturday as I call it business Sabbath on Saturday, meaning that I do no business on Saturday, including reading business books, listening to business podcasts, anything to do with my work. I do. I will not touch on Saturday, just a, a, a palate cleanser uh, on that day. And I do some other stuff that brings life. And, and so that's why I like coming in fresh on a, on Sunday afternoon, um, ready to do this. But the key is get it on your calendar, yep, absolutely. you know, get a time on your calendar and make sure it's, you know, agreed upon with especially if you have family and you know stuff sometimes you, you don't want to miss out on family stuff to do this but but it is good to get on your calendar. Okay, second. So it sounds like you're pretty much in I'm with you. With I'm with you. Okay. This is good. This is good. Okay. Number 2, get out of your freaking office. Um and get into a new place. My very 
favorite place to do this is a Starbucks. Um, not a coffee shop. Notice I didn't say a coffee shop. A Starbucks. I'm very particular about that. That's Casey's uh, special place. Yeah, that's my special place. Or weather permitting, I like to sit out on my deck um, of my house and we have a stream and, and it's it's just really peaceful. So those are, those are my two go-to places. Um, but I find if I'm in my office and I have a home office, um, I start to get a little too into the weeds. I need like, I need something that makes it feel different than everyday working. I think, um, I, I think you're onto something. Like I find that by changing my context, particularly when I need to like focus on something or get a little bit more of that creative energy, changing to a different locale, like a coffee shop or Starbucks or what have you is really, really helpful. I don't mm-hmm. always do my weekly planning at a coffee shop or Starbucks or something like that. I'll do it in the afternoon, but I'll normally have like a nice beverage, like a nice cup mm-hmm. of coffee with me. I'll kind of like prepare for it. And there's only there's a certain type of coffee I drink when I do my weekly planning. And that kind of gets my brain and mind kind of in the zone, ready to go put to put my plan together. I know some people like will have a nice glass of wine or, you know, something like that. Just some little like trigger, some little thing that you can do to um to tell your brain, hey, we're in we're in our weekly planning mode, I think is a really good thing. And for you, Casey, it sounds like changing yeah. your location is, is is really helpful. Yeah. It's next level nerd to have a special coffee. <laughs> to do hey, this. whatever works. Nerd whatever alert, works. Nerd alert. Which I guess technically I do because I'm at Starbucks. I don't go to Starbucks every day. Well, yeah, actually I do. But uh yeah, but it's a cue, right, for your brain. Like this is this is different. Okay, here's my last one. Use a system, some type of uh, reflection planning system, but don't let it be about the system. Don't overthink it. Because uh, this is something in, in my own planning. I'll get obsessed about the system I'm using. And then I'll be like, none of that was helpful, right? So I, I pick and choose what's helpful. Uh, but the key to me is to like write it down on paper and uh, identify priorities, which we'll talk about here in a minute. But don't get too overwhelmed by the system or doing the same thing every time. What? What about you? Do you I, I follow a template when I when I prepare my weekly review, and I'm I'm sure we'll talk about that here here in a little bit. Yeah. But I'm not I don't feel beholden to the template. It's very flexible. It's got a few prompts, and then the rest is kind of up to me. And uh, yeah, so anyway, we'll talk about it. But yeah, I, I I'm with you. You should not be beholden to a particular system or a particular kind of template. Um, yeah. you. you and and we all i think need to figure out like what works well for us what what sort of process works well for us and we're going to share what works well for Casey and i and i think i think it's pretty similar but yeah follow i think following loosely following or committing to loosely follow a particular process or template is is a really good idea or just think about certain prompts is a really good idea at least that yeah. helps me it's like it kind of gets my brain into that mode of kind of thinking about stuff and um yeah getting it out on paper like like you indicated yeah, I like that. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to do five steps for effective weekly planning. You're giving me I think, uh, hold on. I, I think you might thing. have missed one step, oh, and it's a okay. really big step, I think. Okay, but I'm no, I don't want to depend on it. This is pre-work, though, This right? is right. This, this is, is pre-work. pre-work so okay. one of the things I do before I put together my weekly plan is I do what's called a weekly review. And if you've been in productivity circles for any period of time, it's you just – kind of go through your email, you get all that cleared up, you go through your notes, you clear all that up, you go through your tasks and you clear all that's, that up. That's in the steps. That's oh, it's in the steps? Step. That's, oh, that's part a of the step. review. Yeah. Come on. 
that's a pre-step for you then. That's you, a pre-step. You do that yeah, I, that, that's what I, yeah, I kind of get all oh. that sort of stuff kind of cleaned up and ready to go. And anyway, I know we're going to talk about it a little bit more, yeah, but that's, that's something that that's I, the wrong way to that's do the wrong it. way to do it. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. There's no right or wrong. Uh, there's just more effective and less effective. Well, let's hear it, Casey. I'm more, no, just kidding. <laughs> I, I'm, again, I'm waiting, folks. I feel like I'm ready to spar with you today. Oh, this, this uh, is good. Over this stuff. We're a little too passionate about the ways in which we do this, but or, I agree. Or we're recording a little too late in the day. I don't know. <laughs> yes. We get a little punchy uh, after, <laughs> after vacation. I have a little sunburn, you could tell. Like, we're, we're a little punchy. Okay, so you do this before you actually get into the planning, but okay, I'll, I'll, I'll share because my first step of the five steps is to capture your wins and misses uh, for the previous week, um, starting with reflection. And maybe to get to that reflection, to your point, I need to go through my email. I need to go through my notes. I need to like, you know, one thing I do every week is clean out my bag. Um, oh, it, that's and it's nice. A, that's cool. It's a huge, like makes me feel very organized and refreshed. I, I wipe down my desk um, before I go and do it like that's so that's kind of a pre thing, too, because it makes me feel good when I sit down Monday morning and my desk is, you know, all clean and ready to go. Um, but yeah, so so capturing the wins and the misses. And I always start with the wins, like what went well this last week? And that can be, you know, outcomes of metrics that, you know, I'm, I have goals on. It could be pr- uh, progress on projects or even good conversations I had with with people and or or recognition that I received or even um, constructive feedback I received, you know, in my own coaching, um, kind of that hurts so good. You know, when you get feedback and you're like, oh, that hurts, but it hurts really good because I know I can make uh, some improvement on this. Uh, so that's where I start is, is, is to start with the wins. Yeah, I do the same thing. I start with my wins. And I'll, I, I got to tell you, Casey, there's some weeks where I'll go into building my weekly plan. And I'm like scratching my head for wins. I'm like, I don't think last week went that well at all. I don't think I got anything done. In fact, I kind of had the same experience uh, today when I put my plan together. But one thing I do is I go back and I look through my sent emails. I also look Mm -hmm. through uh, my calendar, calendar events that I had. And that jogs my brain just looking back, jogs my brain. Oh, no, there were some great wins. I did. We did. I did some. I, I did some great collaborative sessions with colleagues. Uh, my wife and I did have a date night. That was a win. Stuff yeah. like that. I, I think it's really and and the way I'm wired, the way my brain is wired, is I'm like always looking to the future. I'm rarely looking back, and uh, <laughs> yeah. it's it's always it's a little motivating to me to look back and say, oh, the week wasn't that bad. I, even though I kind of came out of it feeling uh, exhausted or tired or not feeling like I really got a good win in. There were some wins to be found, and I, I think that's a really, really good thing to kind of keep in mind. So, yeah, go back. Look at look at what you did last week. Look at your sent emails. Look at maybe messages you've sent to friends and colleagues and see if there's a few good wins in there. And, and I think nine times out of ten, there probably is. Yeah, the sent emails is magic. And I, I don't know about you, but I like to go backwards. So I'll, I'll go like Friday, then Thursday, you know. Because it's funny to like see the email that I sent on Monday, how it resolved itself on Friday. And I like seeing the resolve and then looking at it back because there's always some lessons I feel like I can pick up, you know, from that. Like, okay, I think I overreacted on Monday and all it was was a clarification that I got on Wednesday. Seems a little obsessive to go back through your emails, but that's one of the best places I've found. Same thing with instant messaging, um, 
you know, that we use uh, Microsoft Teams. So I'll look through, mm -hmm. there's an activity section where you can actually scroll through it really quick and look at the activity. And I think there's the same thing on almost every platform. Um, but, it, but it does, if you're struggling for fodder, um, that's, that's a great place to find it. Uh, the other thing, and we'll connect this, uh, next episode is your daily planning that should include some type of reflection. So one thing I do is I go back and reread those reflections that I do each day. And that also allows me to pull out wins and misses, uh, as we're going. The other thing I like that you said uh, about, you know, oh, I did have a date night. Don't forget your personal yeah, wins, absolutely. uh, in this. And I think it's funny cause there's weeks where I'm like, I had all personal wins this week, or I had all business wins and I don't really think of life as personal business. I, I feel like it's kind of all together, but, uh, it is funny how some weeks feel heavier than others. Yeah. It's good to include it all. Like we're, we're, we're one person living one life. It's yep. good to include it all. The other thing I do as I make this list, and again, there's lots of different planners and templates you can use for this. I use the full focus planner. It's my favorite. It has a, a, a place for wins at the beginning. You can go to the uh, Leader Fables website, and we have it linked there. Uh, so you can buy it right there if you like that. Uh, Jacob, you can sh tell us what you use in just a second. But as I'm going through the wins and the misses, misses are important too to document you know, things that didn't go so well. I'll be honest. I spend less time there. I don't stress if I forgot a miss. I stress if I forgot a win, if that makes sense. Um, but as I'm listing the wins and the misses, I put a star next to any of them that can <clears throat> connect to a goal that I have. And again, we'll get to goals here in a future episode. Uh, but I like to just uh, make some kind of uh, just little star next to it that connects to this is one of my goals for the quarter. I think that's great. In fact, I'm going to steal your little star idea. That That's brilliant. Because I think that, and we'll get to this, is going to help with quarterly planning and yearly yep. planning and you know future sort yep. of planning and reflective activities, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah, and same thing with a miss, right? If it, if it was a miss that connected to one of my key goals um, or key focuses that I'm working on, I'm going to, I'm going to hit that. So um, what do you use, Jacob, uh, to capture these? Is it just a notebook or do you have a, yeah, a one, planner you use? Just one other thing I'll mention. I'll, I'll tell you, but just one minute. Uh, uh, one other thing that I'll mention just regarding kind of what could have gone better. I also will, uh, when I sometimes, not always, but sometimes when I, uh, answer that prompt, I'll think to myself, well, and sometimes I'm in a bad mood. I'm like, why am I in a bad mood? And I'll kind of write, I'll, I'll mm -hmm. just kind of externalize those thoughts a little bit. And I think that kind of helps me kind of get into a better sort of planning space and, I do feel a little sense of relief when I get out. Oh no, I'm feeling this way. No, I feel this way. Hmm, that's not good. Especially if it's not a good feeling. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll take a moment just to kind of uh, talk about that a little bit or write about that a little bit in in, in that prompt. So I use to answer your question, Casey. Um, I just use a plain text file. I I uh, I what I do is I I build my plan. I, I it, and I have a a template that I load uh, just using a text expander snippet that'll output this template uh, into a text file. And I just, I, I fill it out that way. And I keep the text file open on one of my monitors all week. So I always have it in front of me and I'm, and I'm always referencing it. And uh, it's nice. It's, it's really easy to have it in digital. It's searchable. I can go back and reference previous weeks. It, it, it works well for me. I've done it. I've done it in the full focus planner or on uh, in notebooks in the past. And that, that works well too. Um, it's just, I'm in the season. I don't know if it's a season or what, but I'm in a season right now where 
I'm using um, more digital tools for note taking. Yeah, cool. Uh, I, I'll say you know, one benefit of this. I remember there was this week where you just had one of those weeks that was rotten and I got some, I had a report out that I was doing and I didn't think I did it very well. And, you know, I was feeling pretty down. Um, when I get in those places, I'll go back to my reflections and look at the wins that I've had. And sometimes that, you know, can help, uh, reframe my mindset and like, listen, I, the last, out of the last eight weeks, this report out went well, six of them, right? Like, okay, I give myself a break, right? That I didn't nail it this time. Um, or I see a theme here and we'll get to this when we get to quarterly reviews, you know, finding these themes that, <clears throat> that come up. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that really helps me. And, and the, the final thing I do with this, this step one, the capturing wins and misses is just do a really quick start, stop, continue on those. Um, is there anything that the wins or misses prompt me to start doing, to stop doing, or to continue doing, or have a task related to them. Like, um, <clears throat> for example, I missed sending Jacob a report. Uh, okay, that better get on my action it, item that's list. That's a demerit. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, I rescheduled with Jacob five times. What am I going to do differently? Well, I'm not going to schedule, you know, the hour that I'm showing up from a vacation. You know, that, that, that's a way that's a learning there. So, uh, but, but if you, you got to move this to action, so it's nice that it's cathartic, right? That you're, you're reflecting on this, but I find the power is in, uh, okay, this is a real issue. I need to come up with a system or this is, um, something I want to capitalize on this win and I have an action item next week. So I'll go through there and, and grab any start, stop, or continue action items for the next week. Yeah. One of the things that I noticed, uh, in my weekly uh, planning was that there was one project that I just could not move forward and I was kind of procrastinating on it. I just, there was a variety of reasons why I wasn't moving forward. So I committed in this sort of start, stop, continue uh, prompt to work on it 50 minutes each morning. And guess what, Casey? I, I, I kept it and it, it did get done. Nice. Did you put it on your calendar? Like, uh, the 50 minutes I did. Yeah. Just, so this was, yeah. this was during a season when I was, uh, block scheduling like yes. every hour of every day. And I, I do that, uh, I do that kind of sporadically, uh, now, uh, but there are weeks where it, like block scheduling or just scheduling, like when you're going to do these things is really, really helpful. That's maybe another episode. Yes, there you go. Yeah. And, and, and different seasons, it becomes more important too, right? Like I'm getting swamped by meetings. Yep. I need to grab some time on my calendar, which we'll talk about here in a minute. So step one, capture your wins and misses. And then step two for me is I revisit my goals that I've set, which we'll talk about goals in an upcoming episode, although we have already talked about goals in previous episodes. And then I go back through any operating plans um, that I have. So this is like my business operating plan that I've set for the year. I go back and I reread that and I look at any goals that I have open and then I capture the tasks for the next week. So again, that same thing where same section where I captured the tasks uh, for my wins and misses, I'm going to go through and revisit these high level documents or high level goals that I've defined. And what is the next action step I need to take on those? Yeah. One thing I do is I put my goals, I rewrite my goals. I put them at the very top of my weekly plan and I reference them quite often nice. throughout 
my planning process because I don't know. Does this happen to you, Casey? Like sometimes I just forget. I'll get yeah. into the planning mode and like, oh, I need to do that. I need to do that. Get really tactical. And I'll yeah. forget to make room in my plan for my goals. That's it. That's it. And I love that you retype it. That's actually, I'm going to take that away. You know, um, maybe I'll rewrite them out. But if you don't, what I find is then the urgent overcrowds the important. And I've done a lot this week, but none of them connected to what's going to be on my annual review. Yep. None of them connected to what's going to drive, you know, my performance. And it's really easy to just be the hamster spinning in a wheel versus working on what really matters. And when, when you get down to like the blocking, like you're talking about, you're like, okay, I have too much work and not enough time. I know where I need to prioritize is going to be these goals or these operating plan items. Um, I, I have a story here. We one year had put in our operating plan that we were going to do this research uh, about a, a certain uh, demographic um, that we have that, that we're underperforming where I worked. And we wanted to learn more about what other places were doing to support, um, you know, these type of customers. And we went through a whole year. We put it in our operating plan, presented out on our operating plan, went through a whole year and never did a damn thing uh, with the research. And so we're writing the next year's operating plan and we're like, oh, yeah, that's right. We were going to do this. But this this is because we weren't going back to the operating plan which should really be the folk, how our meetings are focused, right, is how we're going to achieve that. But uh, if you don't go back to your goals, to your operating plans, to whatever your your Magna Carta, whatever your true north is, um, then you're going to get pulled in directions that don't move the needle. Not only that, you know, I think it's I mean, there's no shortage of work. And for me, like I tend to get I tend to gravitate towards really easy wins. Like, Oh, yeah, I can send that email. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I can get back to that person regarding that thing. Yep. But many times those sort of activities don't move my goals forward. And I argue yeah. that, it, I mean, these the, the goals are oftentimes when we ratify goals, it's a lot of fun. Like it's very inspiring. It's like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this. It's going to be great. And then you get kind of in that like muddy middle and it gets really hard and you don't want to move them forward anymore because they're 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 they, I mean, things get harder uh, from time to time. Right. And uh, and then. And then, you know, you and then there's this tendency, at least for me anyway, to lose focus and to focus on other things. So I think it's you know, your point, Casey. I'm just kind of underscoring it. It's it's really important to keep kind of those goals front and center and to commit to moving them forward, even when it gets difficult, even when it's hard or when they no longer apply. And let's <laughs> I well, think we're that. really bad at this is like <laughs> every goal you set is not the right goal. That's and you're going to get halfway through your year and be like, this was stupid. Or this no longer applies because we got bought. Our company got bought out, so this changed. Or, you know, this we we uh, we implemented this new software, so this is no longer a focus. And uh, anyway, th there comes times where you have to tie a ribbon around those bow and say this is or the goal and say this is canceled. Yeah. Now. And I think sometimes what happens is in the leader's head they've done that, but then the team has not done that, and so they're wasting time on stuff the leader's already moved on from. So again, this step forces me to relook at those high-level initiatives and say, what is the next step? What is this week's part of this goal? And that might be telling the team that it's over or doing a change order, right? Like you do Winding with a contract or whatever. <laughs> right? Exactly. Say, like, oh, this isn't working. Let's let's just let's just put it to bed. 
and being brave enough to say that, right? Versus yeah. just people chasing their tails. There's nothing worse than that. I think so. what's really important though, when you do do that, you need to let people know. And I, I yes. have, I'll be honest, <laughs> I've killed things and not told people. I put things to bed and didn't, didn't tell but, the right people that we were no longer doing it. And, uh, but yeah. that's what you capture, right? right. In your review is right. like, okay, this goal is now X'd. Okay, so one of the tasks I want to capture is I need to pull the team together, yeah. have a formal closeout meeting on this goal. Or I like the I like the process of what is the next thing I need to do on this goal? And then I push myself a little further and say, what is this week's part of this goal mm-hmm. or this this initiative? And that helps me. If I can get that down on the paper again, I can then stop stressing that I'm forgetting to do it and I can get about the business of doing it once Monday rolls around. Evidently for you, it's like in 30 minutes because you've decided to plan on Monday morning, which is a terrible idea, but I'm going to allow it. I'm going to allow it. <laughs> hey, I, 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 it's not three strikes yet, Casey. I'm still okay. here. Still here. I think you have two already though. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, maybe just, well, the coffee, the, the, the different coffee, like mm, that's a half a strike. You're like one and a half right now uh, in my book. So let's recap. Uh, capture wins and misses. Two, revisit goals and operating plans, capturing the tasks uh, for the next week. You, you with me? I'm you with you. With I'm with you, Casey. Okay. This is good Okay, stuff. so the next thing that, that I do is, and this is, I think, what you were talking about that you do in, in the pre-step, which is uh, reviewing all, you've taught me this term, and now I use it all the time, open loops mm-hmm. uh, and capturing tasks. Do you want to explain what an open loop is? Yeah, so it's really any commitment that we have, personal, professional, vacational, avocational, to anyone or anything uh, in our lives. That's that's what an open loop is. So we all got a lot of them. Um, I've got, I think, like 25 right now at least, and then some more kind of focus areas that also have kind of open loops. And so, yeah, maybe 50 total. And uh, yeah, yeah. and I, I, I like going through kind of my list of projects, focus areas, and considering like, hey, is there something I need to do to move this forward. And, and here's the, here's the thing. Like I'll, many of my projects and focus areas are not necessarily a goal. Like they're just things that require mm-hmm. constant gardening or they could be in yeah. support of a goal, but they're again, you know, they're open loops. They're things that I, I have a commitment to in my life that require some work. And uh, yeah. I, like to go through that list of my focus areas and my projects and ensure that I have one good, at least one good next action that'll move that project towards completion or, or keep it healthy. Um, if it's a focus area. Love that. And, and I, I make a point to separate cause technically goals initiatives are loops, right? Yeah. They're projects. But I, yeah. But I like to start with the goals, like even in my head, not allowing myself to go to anything else to keep those prioritized and then go to the open loops looking for tasks. And I, I I think of these as three loops. One is a digital loop. So that's email, voicemail, instant messaging, chat, calendar. Um, then there's an analog loop, <laughs> which is my like my paper notes that I have. Because I my daily notes I use, I just use a notebook and take daily notes. Uh, anything in my desk. This is where I told you I clean out my bag for the week. And then I call it, and then the third is a cranium loop. And this is just crap sitting in my head. Um, like I've been thinking about this mm-hmm. all week. At some point I want to get it down on paper so that I can stop thinking about it right before I go to bed. Right. And, uh, it helps me to actually think, okay, I'm going to go through my digital loops. Okay. I'm going to go through my analog loops. I'm going to go through my cranium loops. 
and there's probably other loops. Uh, email us if you think of another loop here, but, uh, those three kind of help me capture my loops. Yeah. I mean, uh, for me, I've got a number of inboxes like voicemail, chat, yep. chat notes I've taken throughout the week that I haven't clarified yet. Um, what else? Calendar, uh, that, that kind of stuff. And, um, I think what's kind of critical here, what I try to do during my weekly review during the sort of weekly planning process is I try to clarify what each of those sort of things mean that I've got in my email, that I've got in my chat app, that I've got in my voicemail, and to either create a, if it's for a focus area, create a, a task to deal with it in that focus area, or if it's for a project, which is, and, and, and to be clear, like a focus area is something that doesn't have an end date. A focus area for mm-hmm. me is like my marriage. Hopefully that doesn't have an end date. Or uh, some... <laughs> Volunteer responsibilities that I have, those typically don't have end dates. But for for projects, those those have a start and an end. And um, and if if one of these uh, uh, kind of inputs is related to a project, I make sure that gets on my project list. Or if it's uh, related to a focus area, I make sure that gets on my focus area list. That's interesting because um, I I think uh, I don't go to the like the higher level like uh, my marriage you know, my family, you know, like I, I think of, I've take, that's where I get my projects from are from those high level. Uh, I think I, I have this circle. We'll talk about this later when we get to life planning, but, uh, you know, these different focuses, vocational, advocational, um, financial, like these things. And then those are what create my goals. So weekly, I don't get that high of a level. I, I, I figure I've mapped out that part to the goals already. Um, but I like that you're spending some time there, you know, to think through like, you know, what, what do I need to get on the list? Cause I think that is one thing that has hit me before where I've been like, Oh, you know, I don't have a goal around having a date night, but I need to have a date night. I'll give you, <laughs> you know? just one example. My wife sent me this week, a list of like the top 10 restaurants where we live. And to our great surprise, we'd never been to, I don't think we'd been to any of them according to this list. Oh. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt, mm-hmm. but but that that was a that was like a like a hey this sounds like a good idea so that that made it onto my marriage list as a, a possible option when we pick pick date nights so it's nice. it's a way of at least for me to kind of capture these these incoming things and to corral them into like the right spot interesting and, and sometimes sometimes a, a project gets created that's related to one of those focus areas, and sometimes it's like, oh well, you know, I need to just schedule a date night, and that goes into my 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 focus area list. Gotcha. But do you think through each of those areas? I do every, every week, week, or do you do that? Oh wow, okay. yeah, every week. That's why you need a special coffee. Because... That's that's exactly right. <laughs> well, and and quite frankly, for the focus areas, like there isn't always something I need to do or think about. Like things sure. are going well, I don't need to. There's no like next action to move anything forward because maybe they're hibernating or we're in a season where I don't there's not a lot of activity. But sometimes there are seasons where there are, you know, there's there's some activity and I need to um yeah, I, I need to just trigger what sort of next actions that I might need to take to keep that kind of focus area healthy. Yeah, that's good. I'd say too, over time you get better in anticipating and understanding your loops. Yep. Like in the beginning things would slip through that weren't one of my technical loops, you know, that I was reviewing each week uh, or thinking about each week. And then that would become a miss that I would document in my reflection time. And then, okay, that got added to my list of loops that I want to think through. So 
I, I just want to say, give yourself a break. Oh and yeah. I, I could see people hearing yours, Jacob, and being like, okay, I'm going to think about every person in my life. And I, I met this guy at the grocery store and no, and I know that's not what you're talking about. You're talking about high level stuff, but don't stress if you're like, oh my God, I forgot a loop. I, I, I don't know what's going to, don't, don't worry. It'll pop up. And, and there is some always adjusting. And when we get to daily, we'll talk about that and what to do. Yep, absolutely. Okay, so capture wins and misses. Step one, uh, revisit goals and operating plans. Uh, step two, review open loops to capture tasks. Three, and then here's where... Uh, I start to feel overwhelmed. <laughs> exactly. This is where the overwhelm sets back in. You're like, oh, man, I had a great week last week. I did do yeah. some cool stuff. Oh, I've got some good goals and some good next actions. And then you're like, oh, now I got to like fit, crap, fit all I'm this stuff so, in. I got so much to do this week. Uh, and there's a couple things that and this next step is organize and prioritize uh, these tasks. And the very first thing that I do is I then look at this list that is ridiculous. I'm just going to be really honest at this point. And I look at anything that I can eliminate, uh, that I cross off first, that second that I can automate, uh, or, you know, or third that I can delegate, um, that, that is not something that I need to be doing. And I think delegate is probably the biggest one here and then eliminate, uh, but there are lots of things where it can even be like, oh my gosh, this week is crazy. There's this major thing happening. It's not that I'm not going to do this task. I'm going to push it to next week and I'll just draw an arrow um, next to it. And that means it's going to carry over to next week. And then that becomes a loop, right? Is reviewing last week's uh, plan. Yep, yep. Um, but yeah, you got to be careful not to get overwhelmed here. I think kind of one pro tip when you kind of consider your 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 inputs and you know the open loops in your life and all that is... I, and this is something I've had to get really good at is just saying no and saying no doesn't mean like never. It just means not right now. And what I'll do is if someone has a great idea or there's some great idea I have that I might want to move forward in the future, I put it on another list I, that doesn't go into my task manager. It's just on my someday maybe list. And I'll review those maybe once a once a month or once a quarter. And sometimes I will have just done them through the process of you know working. And, and other times it's like, oh, no, that's a really good idea. I, I, now, I now have time to move on that. So I think mm. – I think that that we should give ourselves permission to just say maybe and to get it off our lists. Like I, I don't have time to do it now. I probably won't have time to do it for a while. Take it off your list. The maybe feels a little less committal than crossing it off right. forever, right? right. Like you're, you're not going to and, – and it also allows you to do it with thinking about it less than, than – a. if you're going to fully say I'm never going to do that, there's a level of analysis, right, that needs to come with that. I like that uh, later list. I have a task that I call someday. And uh, and again, once a quarter, like you said, I'll go in my quarterly retreat, we'll get to it in the quarterly episode. Now I'm thinking we should have gone backwards uh, and started big. I don't know, whatever. We just got to start somewhere, uh, which is a good tip, actually. Just start somewhere. Just start, yeah. Um, here, but I, I like that. So, so I like to bucket these two. It makes me feel a little better. So this is where I'll take it out of being on paper and put it in my digital task manager. I use Nosby. That's my favorite uh, system. There's a bunch to do it. So many. What, what do you use? I use OmniFocus. Uh, OmniFocus. And have since it was in alpha back in the early 2000s. So oh. yeah, I've, I've been on it for a very long time. Nice. Uh, I, yeah. Even Nosby, I got to the point where like, you know, my work has different software, but I love Nosby so much that I like pay for it on my own Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, to use it. 
But when I do it, I will get them organized into buckets. And so, for example, my buckets are uh, are the different big focuses I have. So one is a personal bucket, uh, which generally relates to my health or my family or my marriage. Then I have a bucket for uh, WGU where I work. I have a bucket for this podcast and work that needs to be done with this podcast. I have a side business that I have a bucket for. Uh, I volunteer at, in several organizations. Um, so I have a volunteer bucket and just organizing them under those buckets makes me feel better. Um, I, I don't know what about it makes me feel better, but, <laughs> but it, it makes me feel a little less stressed out by everything. And then I have those prioritized. I know my personal bucket is the number one priority. Then WGU, I'm not going to tell you where you fall in this. I don't want to know. Take. I really don't. Ignorance <laughs> is bliss, my friend. Right under my dog. Uh, the, <laughs> oh, you got a pretty great Gus. dog. So, you know, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I can't feel too bad about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Gus would be my personal bucket. But, uh, but anyway, that helps me. And then the other thing that I've been doing, and I've actually loosened up on this a bit, is that I before I would go, and this is a Michael Hyatt free to focus planner. He says, pick three things that are your major focuses that week. To me, three has just become arbitrary. Like some weeks it's one, right? Like mm -hmm. there's just one thing. And the line to me has said, at the end of this week, what has to be done for me to feel good about the week? And that may be one priority. It might be 10 priorities, right? But I go through and I prioritize those and then I rank them. I stack rank them. And that helps me. That's great. Um, so I have two buckets. I have a, well, two buckets and then tags. So I'll talk about the tags here in a minute. I have an active projects bucket that has all of my, that has a kind of a tickler for every single active project I have going on. And then I have an areas bucket that has all my areas of kind of focus, things I'm committed to that don't have an end date mm. um, out there. And then in each of those, so each of these projects, I've got tasks, and then I've organized my tasks kind of two ways. One by energy level. So if it's a quick something I can knock out quick, I got it on there. And then I've got one for like deep work, like it's going to take me a while, or like mm. there's a there's a lift for it. Like I um I, I have a tag for that, and then I also have tags for people that I interact with regularly. And this is really nice because if I get on a phone call with somebody, I can pull up my list real quick and just see if there's anything I need to talk to them about. Mm, which is really nice. Smart. So yeah, uh, nice. It, it just ensures that I don't kind of miss an opportunity to pick someone's brain or get some feedback or get some feedback on things I'm waiting for. What, I'm waiting what on. I, what was I going to talk to you about? Right. None of that. Either. Yeah. This is what I do. I hang up and then I instantly send a message after. Hey, forgot to talk I know, to you right? <laughs> I've done that too. Yeah. yeah. So I try, I try to just track those things when they pop into my head so that I know that, Hey, when I talk to Casey next, I need to talk to him about these three things and, you know, it, it makes kind of that the time that I have with individuals um, a little more efficient. And, um, you know, again, I don't, you know, sometimes I, I still forget stuff, but or I forget to check the list. That happens, too. <laughs> yeah. <I have> to. <laughs> so you do sometimes have to check the list. Yeah. And you got to be careful having too many little quirky things, because the more you have, the less likely you are to do them. So, yes, that's true. I like your bucket of like. Uh, Low energy, high energy, you know, or, or I can't remember how you said A little it, bit of time, a lot of time. Yeah, yeah I like that. Because I know you've also told me, you know, you seem to have an energy dip in the afternoons. Is that right? I do, yeah. And so you like, do some right of those around two easier ones. Yeah. yeah. See, yeah. And in the, mor I'm, in the morning, I'm like a bull, right? And, and by the end of the day, I've talked to so many people. 
it is nice to have a couple of things that don't require a conversation. Like, so I, I could see myself adopting some of that. The key though, is like, this is the point where you get organized, right? About what's coming this week. And another key step here, I think is blocking time on your calendar for that deep work. And yep. this is where, you know, if I've chosen 10 things to be my priorities for the week, which first off, Oh, that's too many. Da- danger, danger, right? Like three actually is a really good rule of thumb. I just don't like to like hold myself to three. So Casey, how but, do you pick, just real quick, I'm sorry, I, yeah. I don't mean to interrupt, but how do you pick your three priorities? Yeah, there's a couple things. One is if it connects to a project, um, it can be a, a top priority. And then second is if there's a, a time, there's a time component deadline that week, right? There's, this has to be turned in by X date. So last week, uh, I had to do my self review, right? I think my self review is the <laughs> least important thing I do all year long. Uh, hopefully my boss is not listening to this every year. I'm like, Jacob, I am going, this is going to be Shakespeare this year. I'm going to fully <laughs> capture the impact that I make. I would have a section with prose, uh, iambic pentameter, oh, you know, wow. And then it gets to like the day before and I'm like, I just, I hate this stupid thing. I'm like, can I just put an emoji about how I think my year went? <laughs> That's, I've actually floated this idea. What if for performance reviews, you just pick one emoji uh, for the last year? Uh, I think it would be kind of fun. <laughs> it's like, how many poop emojis would you send oh boy. <laughs> if you did that? Or vomit emojis? Oh no. But so, so every, the annual review is a good one. Uh, is that I actually hate doing it. I'll say that first off. It feels like an exercise in bragging about myself or trying to hide things that I suck at. Um, but there is a time, there was a time component. So it became one of yep. my priorities for the week because the deadline was before I went on vacation. So I think that's, that's my level a, number one yeah. is what's going to blow up this week, like really blow up if I don't get it done. But you got to be careful because I know, I don't know about your week, but my week, that could be everything that I do. And there's times where I got to let some crap blow up or I need to go to the person who needs something from me and say, look, I'm not going to be able to do it this week. And so that's why I I think it's second. I think the first Mm. is the things that move those annual goals, your goals um, that I have to get to this week. Then the second is the timeliness component. Yeah. Most of the time it works out, you know, you can do it, but there are times where, and, and I ask this question to leaders in interviews. Uh, so I'm getting, again, giving away my trick questions in interviews. When I say, you know, tell me about a time where you weren't able to get everything done. And no one wants to answer this. Oh, question, it's all about right? the artery negotiation, Casey. <laughs> that's, right. that's, that's what you have to do. And sometimes you have I'll, to tell people some bad news to do that. It's either that, like the art of, of renegotiation, or like I did drop the ball on this thing, but I dropped the ball on this thing because these other three things were so important. And I want to hear that from a leader because if you can't tell me that, I'm kind of like, you haven't been through the fire. Though. That or because, you're just really good at making up excuses and not really yeah. owning it. Yeah. I'll tell you, it's it's probably the question that most leaders like get trip up on when, when I meet with them, um, when I'm trying to get to know them. Because one, it, it requires you to be vulnerable, which is scary, right? And then two, it requires you to tell me you're not perfect, which guess what? I'm going to learn day two anyway. No right? one. No one is. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah. So I, I think it's, I don't have like a full rubric for how I do this, but there are times where I look at it and like, there's 10 things that have to get done this week and I have to solicit help. I have to renegotiate the commitment. Yep. 
or I, I have to, in my heart, be okay with dropping the ball. And it's in the planning that I want to say that, not in the execution. This, that I this process say. helps you get there. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that happens to me. Like I, I'll have, and this happens actually quite often now that I'm thinking about it, like where I have 10 things I want to get done. And I feel like if I don't get them yeah. done, I can't put, I can't call the week a win, but I know that I know myself well enough to know that I can probably only do three or four of those things. Yeah. And uh, it really forces me to kind of say, okay, which of these, which of the three things on my 10 thing list can I get done and still call the week a win? Right. And, and the other part is realizing that the mistake happened in the commitment yep. before yep. it didn't happen in that week's execution. So I think we're saying the same thing yep. here. Like I want, I can still feel good about this week, even though I didn't get everything done. Cause I knew I wasn't going to get everything. Right. Done, right. Right. Like, well, and my eyes are often bigger than my stomach. Like I, I want to get everything done all the time. And, um, I, uh, yeah, so it's nice to it's nice to be real. This is this is an exercise that helps you be real with yourself and real yes. with your energy and and your time and and all that. Yeah, and if you can't, in, <clears throat> excuse me, if you can't in your, uh, you're choking me up. I'm so, I'm so no, just kidding. This is no, great. I'm this getting great. over calls. Uh, if you can't find a time on your calendar to do it that week, you're over leveraged, right? And uh, so this is the other part that I will do at this point. And, and the calendar is one of the loops that we talked about. But there's a couple of rules of thumb I have too. A lot of what I do is meeting with people. I'm that my job is people leader. That is my job. Now this is different if you're a software person like Jacob. Like you, I think you need more blocks of deep work if you're designing software. My job is actually yeah, it varies by week for team. sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But for me, if if I have a big deep work project and I can't find time on my calendar, I got to cancel some meetings. And I already have a rule of thumb that I can't have more than four hours of meetings in a day. Nice. And I, some people are like, four hours of meetings? That's a lot. Now, I'm, this is why I'm saying I'm a people leader. Four, me- four hours of meeting for a software engineer is horrible, right? That's way too much. That would be much. Yeah. But for, a, for someone whose job is people, it may not be that bad, right? But what meetings can I cancel? What meetings can I ask for notes? What meetings can I ask for recordings? Uh, can I send a delegate in my place? Can, you know... This is where I have to find time to do those things that I start as priorities. And if I can't, then I have to go back to the drawing board and rework the Jenga tower, right? Yeah, I, I, I go through the same process. So I actually go through each day and consider my schedule, the meetings yep. that I have, and then I kind of fit around you that. Write like You write like a theme for I do, it, right? yeah. Like you actually write a paragraph or something? I do, I yeah. This. So I write you know, maybe a paragraph, sometimes two, sometimes it's not, it's like maybe six sentences, yeah. Uh, for each day, uh, some days are less. If I have more meetings, it's less. And um, and I I slot in when I am going to start work on my three priorities that I've set for the week. And ah, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes the schedule gets blown to bits on Monday. What yeah. I'll do is I'll come back and rework the schedule to try to maximize my effort to get as many of my three things as I can get done uh, get, get done during the week. Yeah. Love that. Okay, so let's recap these here. So one, capture your wins and misses. This is our reflection period. Second, revisit your goals. This is high-level planning. Second, and then third, uh, review all your open loops. This is the day-to-day operations, right? And then take those tasks that you've captured in those previous three steps, organize, prioritize, uh, make sure it's doable, Basically, you've set your plan at this point, and 
I think this is what I've learned in the last year. This is the piece de resistance for me is the last step is to go for a walk or do something else physical. This might even be doing the dishes for me. That's the best. Like go do something that doesn't require your brain. Cause if you don't, you'll think about, you'll keep thinking about this. You need something that shuts it off. So I don't know if you do anything like no, this. No, I'll go out for a walk. I, I have, in fact, done the dishes. Uh, I'll, I'll just try to do something very different uh, than yep. sitting at my computer and, and considering my my week. And sometimes, every once in a while, there will be something that will dawn on me that I'm like, oh, yeah, I really do need to get that done this week. It won't be one of my big three, but like, yep. hey, if I can get it done on Friday mm-hmm. or Thursday. So sometimes in the evening after I'm done with my plan, I'll come back and kind of add a few things that have occurred mm-hmm. to me. Um, cheater, cheater. Yeah, I know, hey, but it's okay. You know, I, I don't want to forget them. And there are things that I, yeah. I, it's oftentimes things I didn't capture a task for that. Yeah. I know I need to, I need to incorporate in the plan somewhere. And, uh, yeah, you know, it, 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 it happens. It, it doesn't happen a lot, but when it does happen, it's nice to know that I got a plan and a place to put those things. I usually happens. My wife reminds me of something oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> so my t- I email myself, I send myself an email like, Hey, and then when I get to my daily planning, I can work it in. But it, it does, for me, what it allows me to do is when those thoughts come, I can one, either email myself a note yep. about it or two, tell myself to stop thinking about it and to get over it. Because I can already hear people who don't do this saying, what, does this take like four hours to do? My rule is this can't take more than an hour. Yeah, it shouldn't take How more long than do an you hour. spend on it? Um, if Now, see, I'll just mention this. There are some weeks where I don't do this and I'm not real diligent about doing my system reviews as we've talked about. So sometimes I have to do a little catch up and even on those weeks, it'll only take me like maybe an hour and a half. So it should, Mm -hmm. if you're, if you're consistently doing these, mine take about 45 minutes. They don't take that. They don't take that long. And in fact, some weeks it's even 30 minutes. Um, it really kind of depends on the activity that's going on that week. And, and uh, half of that is brewing your fancy coffee. Yeah, that half that's do. brewing the coffee. Sometimes <laughs> it's sometimes a good portion of that is just getting my email cleaned up so I can I yeah. can focus on my my week plan. So it, it will yeah. vary, I guess is what I'm saying. And even if you've kind of fallen off the wagon, I, yep. I will tell you this: like it doesn't take that long, or it's it's not that hard to get back on. And the the more you do it, the better you get at it. To where you build off of your previous weeks, like you ha- you're better organized in your themes yep. and. Um, I can, I can even feel just like I start to get like kind of antsy at an hour. So I, I kind of know, okay, you know, I'm coming up. If it takes several hours, simplify. Don't try all five steps. Just try one step, you know, to get started. That would be my advice on this. Or, you know, um, you're probably going too deep in the weeds maybe. Uh, and Maybe, maybe you're over-organizing. I do that. Or listen to the daily planning, right? <clears throat> Knowing this isn't the last time you're going to look at this. You're going to actually look at this every day and make adjustments and as you go. It. Yep. Yeah. So don't, don't feel like you're painting the Mona Lisa here and you'll never get another shot at it. Um, you'll get better and better. And how I always look at it is if I miss something awesome, I have a miss for my next week reflection, um, already that, and sometimes I'll do those ahead of time. Like I'll be like, okay, this is, I don't want to forget this. I'm going to write this down. And to me, it just like lets myself off the hook. Like, okay, I did my plan for the week. Now the plan could suck. Right. And I'm going to have to adjust, but the plan is done. I'm now in execution mode when I hit Monday morning. That's why I like it done on Sunday because I like to hit Monday yep. in execution mode. I get more done in the first hour on Monday morning than I will any time the rest of the week. So I think those are some good. I was just saying one more time if, if someone's taking notes here. Um, so one, capture wins and misses. 
Two, revisit your goals and high-level operating plans and capture tasks for the week. Three, review any open loops and capture tasks. Four, organize those tasks, uh, prioritize the week. And then five, do something physical to mark the completion of this. Anything else, Jacob, that, that you would add? Yeah, I think the one other thing I just kind of add about the daily planning is that one of, the thing I, one of the things I used to do early on when I started this process is I'd really like front load the week. Like my, my <laughs> appetite for getting my big three things done uh, was really big. And I, I, and I realized after doing this for you know many, many weeks, I realize now I need to spread things out a little more, let things breathe, like give myself a break. I don't have to get everything done on Monday. Uh, th that's just one like little, little piece of okay. advice because you, we will get third curveballs thrown at us during the week. There will be projects that we need to move forward that we didn't anticipate when we built our weekly plan because the business mm -hmm. changed or some new priority came up. Uh, so give yourself a break, have some room in your plan, have, have a little slush in your plan yes. so that you can readjust it. It's not so rigid that if one little thing doesn't go right in your plan, the whole plan breaks down. Yeah, that's that's my one much. bit of advice. No, I think that's that's so good. And I think this goes back to the, you know, that kind of old uh, fairy tale of like, I say fairy tale because I don't think it really happened is where like if you had, you know, four hours to chop down a tree, what would you do? I'd spend the first three sharpening the saw, right? Like this is the sharpening the saw. And this this hour of preparation will save you hours of frustration on the other end. Um, and will help you get more done and you can test yourself on this, you know, like start to keep track of, of, you know, how much of this you get done and, and if this, this is helping, but then it's, to me, it's constantly putting the car up on the lift and turning the wrench, you know, to find out what works best, even different seasons of life. Uh, you know, my kids and my youngest kid is uh, 16. You know, when I had uh, four kids that were under 10, um, I, I probably spent less time on this than I do now because I, you know, I have the luxury of doing this. But uh, anyway, we hope this helps. Uh, we'll, and again, we'll dive into uh, daily planning next week. Then we'll take higher level looks at quarterly, annual, and the big dog, which is uh, life planning um, that I think really can move the needle. So a couple things uh, on our way out here. One is we encourage you to go to our website, leaderfables.com, and you can sign up for our newsletter uh, and you'll get entered to win a free book. We are giving away a set of books every single week uh, for people that sign up for the okay. newsletter. Uh, what are those books, Jacob? The, the, the first book is Free to Focus. Yes. The second book is Deep Work. Yes. And if these two books like had a baby, like, I mean, it would be the most productive baby ever. No doubt. Uh, no doubt. <laughs> so if you read both of them, you're already going to be uh, a master level. Uh, we'd also love if you would leave us a review on whatever uh, podcast app you're listening to this uh, it helps us get recognized and, and uh, helps other people be able to find the, the podcast. And then also just to highlight that we have a, a feedback email, uh, feedback at leaderfables.com. If you have any suggestions, like what you heard, let us know. Hate what you heard, let us know. Or want to hear more about what you heard. Oh, there you go. Or if you're just you're just flabbergasted by Jacob's coffee you want to know what coffee he drinks during his time. The only way that you can find out is by emailing feedback at leaderfables.com. Jacob and I read everything that comes across there, uh, and it goes into one of our loops. It's one of our loops. For That's right. Our, for That's our right. Team. 
All right, Jacob, any final final notes? No, this has been really good. This is one of my most favorite activities that I do every week. And I'll, I'll say that it's when I, whenever I when I do it, when it's done, I feel really motivated. Like, oh, yeah, I'm ready to yeah. take on the week. This is going to be a great That's right. And when things hit you that weren't supposed to come, you're better able to pivot. That's right. As well. So I love that. Well, thank you for listening. Uh, like I said, next week we'll dive into daily planning. Uh, and, and how to set yourself up for a, a solid day and how to build off this weekly plan that you created. So until then, lead on.